0: Well, maybe you thought that because last night I stayed up till 1 o'clock in the morning and talked about movies and all that stuff, and by the time I got to bed and went to sleep it was way late that we wouldn't do a nightcap tonight. Well, if that's what you thought, you'd be wrong because we're going to do one anyway. And I will be putting this up on Anchor. So, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Anchor, uh, let me tell you about it. Getting back to what should we discuss tonight, I have a few things that I wrote down in this, um, notebook that I've had for some, uh, sort of silly ideas for some stuff. And, um... (laughs) We, um, was talking with a buddy of mine, this was sort of right when things were hit, uh, when the ship was hitting the fan. We talked about how a a potential great horror movie, um, whether you're going to make it a little bit of a comedy or not, I said y- you could, you could make a, hey man, what's up, Cody? Thanks for stopping by, brother. We are going to be drinking, by the way, today, re-oaked, just Evan Williams' Black Label. That's it, doing the one glass today, not staying up as late today as it did yesterday. Uh, but I thought for a, a fun sort of a horror movie, whether you're going to make it a slasher or suspense or whatever, but um, you, could, you could film it so that it takes place on a cruise ship. And you could even say that the cruise ship's got all sorts of provisions, this and that and the other. But then, a virus, or flu, or whatever, hits the passengers on the ship. So it gets quarantined offshore, and in doing so, um, you know, they're like, okay, well, we're going to leave you alone, we're going to have you out there. And then... Some opportunistic maniac decides that, hey, I, I'm apparently not sick. And maybe they're crazy and decides that, well, everyone else is on this boat is sick and I need to make sure the infection doesn't spread, so I need to kill everybody on the boat. So then runs around basically uses the fact that everyone else is weak and sick to basically start killing the people on the boat. You know, maybe destroys the radio and everything else, and you could just have uh, a lot of sequences where you might think, well, why don't they just like you know? If you had a group of people, you could just kind of gang up on him and kick his ass or whatever. Like, well, everybody else is sick and constantly either throwing up or shitting themselves or whatever, just very weak, and um, you could capitalize a little bit on that idea. That I don't know about you, but for me, that's sort of terrifying. That. Hey, you are trapped and stuck somewhere, (coughs) and you're sick and weak and not feeling good, and yet here's this basically predator who, if this was just regular, you know, regular every day of the week, yeah, okay, like, do you necessarily want to fight someone who's wielding an axe? No, but it isn't that they're necessarily some supernatural strong person, it's that everyone else is... Significantly weakened by having some sort of disease, I don't know. We were just shooting the shit. I think we were waiting for some. I think we might have been waiting for the Fraggle Rock ride at the Hollywood Studios, and we were talking about some crazed killer running around on a boat, killing everybody with the flu. So people were looking at us like we were a little weird, but they give me that look anyway. So what do I give a shit? Cheers, everyone. Hope your day was going okay. If there's anything you want to talk about, ask me, Uh, whatever the case may be. You can always pop in the stream and say hello, or hit me up on Twitter. Um, So anyway, I I, I need to start writing down more of these uh, goofball topics of discussion here and there. Basically, Contagion meets Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Maybe, maybe the guy gets more and more un- <clears throat> more and more unhinged, the more people he kills. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I, I I had images in my head of the Patrick Bateman naked in his underwear, chasing that woman out and throwing the chainsaw down the stairwell. I just had an image of like, you know. Guy guy goes out to, to tan or something like that and then just, you know, starts his rampage while he's in some small, tiny banana hammock and is running around with white ten, white dad tennis shoes and uh, starts his reign of brutality. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I thought about it and I was like, well... Who, who would you pick? So if you could, if you if you could pick anyone, saying any current, any current active actor that you know of. Um, you know what, male or female, is the maniac? Who would you choose? And uh, when we were talking about it, I said, honestly, I think if I think if I could. Um, I would maybe start with a female choice and uh... the one choice that I- I thought, like you could either play the younger role or you could play the older role and um... I don't know if you'd wanna pick some- James Franco? Oh, James Franco! That would be a fucking solid choice. That'd be a really, really good choice. Um, I don't know if Jake Gyllenhaal is too germane. But I I really liked how just... How he can play such a weirdo dude. Like, I really liked him in Nightcrawler. (coughs) So, I kind of thought he would work. I was trying to think of... uh, Female actresses that I would like for that particular role. And... Um, I did think that if you took somebody who was, uh, I don't want to say normally, like, she might be too tiny, and I know she probably wouldn't do it because I, I don't think she likes that sort of thing, but I actually think it would be kind of funny if you had somebody like Anna Kendrick doing it, who was, like, teeny tiny, but you just have her play it where when she goes berserk, she, like, goes, like unbridled, rage-level berserk. Um, But like I say, I don't know if she... Because she's like... I think she's... Isn't she like 5'1 or 5'2 or something like that? She's pretty small. So I don't know if that would necessarily work. Um, uh, On the other hand, you could go with somebody who's typically... um, You know... Like... Lucy Lawless might work. Because she's done kind of roles like that before and she's physically just bigger as a person um so I thought that would also be a solid choice um and then you know the, the other choice that I thought would be good for men <clears throat> and I say this because I think the guy actually has good range and I ha- I've uh, you know when you so it it's um uh, God, why can't I suddenly remember the guy's name? The guy who played um, Michael on Burn Notice, Jeffrey Donovan. Jeffrey Donovan. So he had Jeffrey Donovan, I think, uh, would work because he can do sort of the warm, charming, but he also can play characters that kind of have a rage temper. So I thought that that would work too. Um, that's one of my favorite, like I don't know, I want to say games, but. Pick, playing the Picking the actor or actress for different roles and ho- how you would cast them and what you think it would look like. Of course, I, I always default with the, if you want to spice up any role in almost any movie, Blair Witch 2, right. Swap out Danny DeVito. So like, if you think of roles in movies where you could swap out Danny DeVito... And I'm not saying it would make it necessarily... I mean, it might make it a better movie. (coughs) At the very least, it would make it more entertaining. One of my top picks for that would be the Murphy role in RoboCop. Because then that would mean that the actual robot they design is this rotund little thing kind of scampering around. But that gives me no... Uh, there's no end to the amount of mu- amusement that i have when i picture that in my head of this danny devito robot robocop kind of stalking the streets you're like that's you spent all this money developing this imposing robot body and like that you did that especially if you especially if you made it so that you somehow masked it so that it was re- regular murphy Peter Weller, but then you just use Danny DeVito to be the body double for the actual robot. And then you're like, if you're that guy and suddenly you're like, shit, this is the body that they put me in? I used to be like a regular person, now I'm like a dwarf. Anyway. And then uh, another crazy role or movie idea that I had... This one's a little gross, and I can't... <laughs> I can't remember how this one came about, but this is also pretty whack. I think it would- it, it came about from some... story he was telling me about a some, some dude... who was... killing people in Florida. Not that that's surprising to anyone with all the Florida Man stories that are out there, but... Um... And then we were talking about, there was some, I think... German guy that he knew, and we, I don't know, we were making jokes about that, but anyway, the plot of this would be that originally there's like this thing where they're like, oh, there's like this cannibal thing going, so you're like, okay, it's a, it's a regular cannibal plot, except as it turns out he's capturing these people and sort of t- torturing them, but then part of the shtick is like, Wow, he cooks them these, like, really good dinners, and he cooks them these, like, really good foods, and, like, you're like, oh, he's fattening them up. As it turns out, no, it's, uh, he likes their, he likes their kidneys. He's doing it because he's actually a dude who likes fucking drinking pee in golden showers. So he feeds them these meals because there's something about this particular blood-type chemistry where, like, that gives it this utmost flavor And you're like, oh, what a fucking dirty pig. What a scumbag. I was like, there, you can use that, M. Night Shyamalan. There's your twist. The guy actually is a pee drinker. And not just a cannibal. He's doing it for that prime, prime kidney filtering of urine. (sighs) Yeah, I... Don't ask. It's not so great. Um, And then, uh... I had uh, some notes on, I don't know if you watched it, there was that Lock and Key show that was on Netflix. Uh, here's some spoilers potentially for that show uh, and a little bit of a review. I it was an okay show. It was kind of neat. I think the graphic novel was a little more on the horror gore bent. The show definitely felt more like a family teenager-ish drama thing. As a matter of fact, the sequences that focused more on the teenage kids being teenagers, I was like, God, can you just get back to the cool little kid and, like, fighting the evil creature woman? Um, But, like, that show, the set dressing they did for the actual house was absolutely incredible. Um, And I don't know why that strikes me so much, but, like, I like the movie house. I love creepy old house set settings like that Uh, I don't know why I just think that's just a really cool like it's always a cool production uh, sort of a thing when they really do an interior of something like that with that much just little detail and all the little stuff that's around on the walls and in the house so that was pretty cool the too much teenager weird stuff the the mom in it is super fucking bizarre bordering on a non-functioning adult and you're like, how has this woman raised children at all? I'm surprised she hasn't accidentally dropped one of them in the garbage disposal or something. Because she just fucking c- came off. <clears throat> Not like she's struggling and adjusting. Like, d- does she have, like, uh... she get, like, brain damage? Like, she fall and hit her head really bad or something? Uh, so that was kind of weird. Um... And then just some inconsistencies in that with the characters. Like, you know, they have this sequence where the the one, there's a, a, a piece where the girl wants to go down to this cave where there's like this hidden door. And um, she goes through this big production of like, just to convince her friends, oh, we should like shoot this horror movie thing down there. Goes through this huge production to get them all to go down there with her. And then she promptly leaves them down there to go explore and find this door on her own. And then it almost, like, gets them all killed. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what the fuck did she need anything to go down there for? I don't even get it. Why? She could have just went on her own. What was the fucking point of all this? That, like, watch, I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Um, and then, you're like, okay, so there's this giant glowing door thing down there, yet... Clearly it's a spot where other people have gone because there's a fucking metal railing that goes down there with stone steps and you're telling me that no kids that went down there that were fooling around fucking around nobody else has happened to come across this giant glowing ultra-omega door fucking thing down there? Okay, sure. Um and they had this, this thing with like this, this key and the crown Um, and and again, I I hate to nitpick details for for stories like that. Like, you kind of want to just watch them and have fun, but when you have back-to-back, so the characters talk about, okay, there's this one particular item that's a really dangerous item, and the only reason why this dangerous item isn't as dangerous as it could be is because the person that has it doesn't have this other thing. She's like, okay. And then they turn around and immediately say, alright, so you have that thing that's super dangerous, so go take that and go get the other item and we'll trick her. Why on earth would you do that? And when they talk about it, you're like, and I know the first thing that's gonna happen. They're gonna fuck that up, and then evil person is gonna get the other thing, and then they're gonna have the magical superpower item, and then everyone, and then that's gonna be the whole drama thing. Oh no, how did this happen? It happened because you morons took. That's like, hey, this guy is a nuclear bomb. The only reason why it hasn't exploded is because they don't have the secret code. Hey, guy with the code tattooed on your head, go get the bomb. You'll. Fucking no! Of all the people that you would send, why the fuck would you send that guy? Doesn't make any sense. This is, uh, like... I hate... when you, like, try to logic nitpick shows to death, cause, I mean, they're shows, they're meant to be entertainment, but... when they're so mind-boggling, like, you're like, nobody would do that! Nobody would make that suggestion, and if anyone did, you can't tell me that there wasn't one person in the group who would go, dude, what the fuck, why would you do that? Just send this person to go fucking get it. Huh? Oh, and then there's another one in there. Um, Oh, so, there's this this whole thing about, like, Oh, well, and and again, this is a big spoiler, so if you're gonna watch the show and you're, like, super into it, lock and key, don't listen to what I'm about to say. They had this whole thing about how Well, she can assume, like, this thing can assume this person's appearance. And, uh, so they're going to be, like, this hot chick because that's a good way to manipulate people. And then, like, also this younger version of this boy because this other lady remembers him from her childhood. And, like, well, number one, the hot chick manipulates This little boy who looks like he's before puberty, so I really don't know why that would be a compelling choice for him. If anything, you should have been, like, another young—like, you should have been the young kid when you were luring him in there. That would have made more sense. And then once the cat's out of the bag and the people know, why would that guy keep assuming the hot chick's appearance— like, dude, they already know who you are, so they know that that's not really her, so unless you're a little coom si coom I don't know why you'd keep fucking doing that. I mean, I guess, I guess if I could turn into a woman, I'd probably do it, I'd sit at home and I'd play with my boobs all night. But anyway, if you had that ability, why would you just not assume the dead father's fucking appearance? Because clearly that whole entire family is so gaga, over the fact that he's dead... You could just slowly start appearing and be like, "Oh no, like I'm a ghost and I and I just haunt this house." And you can help me. He could have manipulated him. He could have had. He could have had everything that he wanted in the fucking by the end of the second fucking episode. So I don't know. I, I like. I haven't. I only read a little bit of some of the graphic novels, and they're better. But I'm like, hey, that's a really neat idea for a thing. Like, hey, there's a house of. Crazy doors, and you find these keys, and they do all sorts of crazy magic shit. But outside of that, I'm like, I don't know. I. It's big plot inconsistencies here, and I. I don't know. I don't want to say, like, I'm not on the Joe Hill train. Like, yeah, I know that's Stephen King's kid, but a few of the things everybody pumped up were like, oh, you gotta check out this Joe Hill thing! Like, the Creep Show episode that was the Joe Hill episode was like, the worst episode that they fucking aired. I watched it and was like, this is just fucking stupid. Um, so anyway, Lock and Key gets a... Watch it if you have nothing else to watch. I mean, some of the special effects are cool. It's kind of a neat idea, but... Definitely don't go into it expecting a whole lot of cool, horror type stuff at all, because there isn't any. I mean, it. it's way more lighthearted than that i mean you could take that to some real dark places think about the only part in it that's really a horror part is that the girl has this fear anger thing in her head that's this crazy hag monster meaning that it's kind of cool but outside of that it eh um so there there's a little bit of a review um If you have uh, anything, those of you who are tuning in, that you've watched, whether it's a show or a movie or anything that's new and you want to uh, share a super quick review, uh, I can read that out loud in the other ten minutes or so that we have left while I finish this delicious re-oaked Evan Williams bourbon. Um, another thing, um, I'll just talk about then, uh, in case, uh, while people are hanging out and watching, hey, Zedlep67, thanks for stopping by, brother. Um, another thing that I watched, and I was kind of surprised, um, that the horror community that's on Twitter, hey man, hope you're doing alright, good to see you. uh, there's an anthology, like a horror anthology, um, show on Netflix called Blood Ride. And the idea is that there's just kind of this, like, bus to hell with these, like, dead people on it. And good to see you too, bro. Stay safe. Hey, I'm trying, man. One day at a time. I got some, um, things going for, for next week that I'm hoping, I'm hoping go good. So we'll, we'll, we'll see one thing at a time. I, I, had some neat stuff that happened kind of today, and, and we'll see how we'll see how things go. Um, but this blood ride show, I think it's a Norwegian show. Um, I'd give it maybe a. I'll go. I'll go like six out of ten. Had some cool gore effects, a couple cool makeup effects, but it's another one of those where i say like half the episodes are decent. There's one or two of them that are pretty good. There's another couple of them that really just kind of fall flat. Um, I think there's one or two of them in particular where I was just like, what? Um, I won't include too many spoilers, but I think it's the first, kind of the first two episodes that were pretty decent. The first episode was super predictable. second episode was kind of neat. Um, there, there's one with like a science... A science thing about someone stealing this, um, some science project thing, I forget what it is. Uh, I thought that episode was just diarrhea. Shit was just terrible. Um, that episode was not good at all. But, um, what I liked about it, and I, I'm always this way, even when I used to travel, when I still travel, the one thing that I, I really like is outside of your grand, like, tourism stuff, I like seeing just the little changes in everyday life. What are the stores and the shops and just things that people do, like everything, just little particular differences in day-to-day life, right? And so what I liked about that that was kind of neat was just seeing stuff from Norway, the little shops and this and that and the other, the way the countryside looks and the houses and the buildings and everything else. And there's one that happens in a school. That episode was pretty decent. Um, and just that school... Everything else there was kind of cool, the cars and stuff that they drive. So I thought it was all right, and like I say, uh, I was surprised. Uh, one of my good friends, she told me about that show and was like, "Hey, we should watch this." And we watched those episodes, and I didn't hear, I didn't hear a peep about it with the whole horror fam, mutant fam, driving mutants, driving horror, bloody popcorn gore, blah 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 blah. I didn't, I didn't hear, like, a word mentioned of that by anyone. And when she brought that up, I was like, huh. Uh, so, hey, if you're looking for new horror content to absorb, that's out there. Uh, it's worth a watch. You're not gonna be blown away by it, but it's, it's not terrible. Uh, I would like a second season. I'd say I liked Creepshow much better, but... That being said, they both had episodes in both uh, of the series where I kind of thought and eh, shoulder shrugged. But you're not you're not going to have a winner with every episode in a in a in a in a variety anthology sort of a show like that. You're just not going to in um, some really good ones. So I I really am looking forward to another season of Creep Show, and I honestly would really look forward to another season of that Blood Ride show. Thought, uh, I thought it was well done. It definitely, um, you know, I'll say that for for a lot of the stuff that gets produced, say like on Netflix, for example, the production was very well done. The music was really good. The sound was really good. Great quality cinematography, all that stuff. It didn't feel cheap or hack or anything in that regard. Um, so I really liked it. It was, uh, you know, that's. I guess several sort of reviews for things out there. If you're sitting at home and you're bored and you're looking for stuff to watch, so um, I watched. Um, what did I? I put on something at the other day yesterday. Um, oh, I went back in. So after we talked about, um uh, was warning sign. We talked about warning sign the other day. We talked about Nemesis the other day. So I put Nemesis on and I watched like the first action sequence and then promptly zonked out, fall asleep and woke up on my couch at fucking 4.45 in the morning. So um, I want to go back and rewatch that too. Um, there was another, so when we were talking about that, I was talking about um, how Thomas Jane is in it uh, and Deborah Shelton. Deborah Shelton is uh, she was kind of a actress who had a problem with her clothes falling off in a lot of her roles, which I'm not complaining about in the slightest. Um, but uh, Tom Matthews is in it too. Who uh, is uh, the Tommy Jarvis in uh, Friday Thirteenth Six and? Is uh, Freddy in uh, Return of the Living Dead? I can't remember. Is he still Freddy in Return of the Living Dead 2? I can't remember if he has the same name or not. I, have, I, I haven't have seen Daniel Isn't Real yet. It's on my watch list. I just haven't gotten to it. Um, what's, your, what's your review? What's your score on that? Is it a thumbs up, thumbs down? Should watch? Maybe watch? Run away from? We'll give Mr. Cody there a few minutes to type up a response to that. You thought it stunk. Okay, well, I'll have to watch that now, and um, I'll give my review then on one of the episodes. You know what? I, uh, I'll i probably watch The Last End of Nemesis, and then I'll cue that up, Um And watch it because uh, I'll be a little loose from whiskey and uh, gearing down at the end of the day. And and so, uh, you know, some of those movies too, every now and then I even like watching the ones that I I think are bad. uh, Only because then at least I can say it was bad from my own experience. But every now and then too, there's... Occasional elements from some of those movies that are solid. So, I don't know. Either when I'm writing my own stuff or talking through with people. And again, we're thinking of movies with uh, people cutting out kidneys because they like the taste of people's pee or psychos on a fucking cruise ship. Um, it just didn't hit any marks. That's tough. You know, I it, I've always said that one of the worst things you can do especially as a horror movie or an action movie, is to be boring and not hit any of those, like, spark points. Um, You know, if you have a a drama movie or just some sort of contemporary story, I mean, I I guess you can kind of be boring and it isn't as big of a deal. I mean, who wants to really watch something that's boring? But it's a cardinal sin as a horror movie or an action movie. Um, If your action movie is just endless amounts of dialogue and people doing nothing but kind of standing around, uh, fuck you. I would rather have the movie be nonsense and be completely nonsensical, but just have constant explosions and people getting shot and punched in the fucking face. Like, if I really want to think about stuff, I'll either go read a book or I'll watch like... I watch an action movie because I want to see shit get blown up and people get punched in the face. I want to watch a horror movie because I want to see creativity of monstrous, you know, monstrous things and creative creatures and the application of makeup effects and all that sort of stuff. Rambo Last Blood. Yeah, I went and saw that the opening weekend in the theater. It's definitely not the best Rambo, by any stretch of the means, and uh, I could have went for a little more hardware action, and a little less it's a little bit of a spoiler, but in the end he, he he just sets a whole ton of booby traps, and so there's a lot of just guys getting killed by stuff kind of passively and then um, a lot of guys getting kind of chopped up and hit by stuff where you're not really seeing him. I love the Rambo goes Jason end. Yeah, I mean, it, it. what I did like about it is they did not pull any punches in the brutality of, you know, you chop somebody with a fucking machete or you have some... Improvised explosive or whatever go off or fire or whatever like that's that's a messy business. Um, I kind of liked him when he was stalking him around in Mexico too. Um, I liked it. I again, it's not my favorite Rambo movie, but I I thought it was decent. I could have I could have I I would have liked a little more, a little more gunplay, um, but I liked it. I I would say if you're at all a fan of the Rambo films, absolutely go see it. Um, I hope there's more. I think there's going to be more. I think there's going to be at least la- one more. I, I don't think it's over. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was solid. You know, everybody has their own view on the politics of things, but. I kinda I kinda liked the I don't want to say like the moral story of yeah, well <laughs> he told her not to go there and he had a reason for telling her not to go there and she went there and as it turns out that was a fatal mistake and that sucks but you have to imagine that happens like But yeah it um he def- definitely goes full ambush predator, um, you know, knives in the dark stalker. First blood, last blood, nice symmetry. I heard they're doing another one. I've I've heard that there's gonna be another movie. <laughs> Final blood, the blood beyond. Come on, man. There's a million ways they'll spin it. I agree. It would be nice symmetry, and it would be a nice book ending of it being over, but. I don't think that will be I don't think that's gonna be the last one. I could be wrong, but I've heard rumors that there's gonna be another one. Um, but yeah, I, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I think that was the last I think it was the last movie I saw in the theater where uh, I left and was like, yeah, I'm glad I saw that on the big screen can't remember the last movie I went and saw in the theater and went, eh, could have watched that at home. But wasn't really worth seeing it. Uh, shit, I can't remember what it was. Hmm. can't remember what the last movie I went and saw in the theater was. I am having a complete mind blank. All I know is that um, I ate... A giant thing of popcorn that I accidentally snow capped, and drank pop and had to pee constantly, um, and there was like barely like nobody there, probably birds of lame. No, I ain't watching that piece of shit. <clears throat> I made the. So I felt bad. Uh, a friend of mine. I I went and I went to visit her. Um, ooh. Fle- flew out we hung out and did whatever and uh she's kind of a big comics fan you know she kind of likes harley quinn and all those characters but um you know long time c- c- kind of comic fan and we didn't really read much of the reviews or anything about it and that movie was out so it was like Hey, you want to go to the show? I think we were at a brewery or something. Then said, "Hey, you want to go to the show? Uh, I think you know this movie's playing. Whatever. Like, let's just go. Let's just go see it. It'll be fun." So he we went to see. Um, we went to see Suicide Squad. <laughs> Got out of there, and I was just like, "Ooh, ooh, not so good." not so good so there was no way that I was gonna go see that Birds of Prey movie in the theater fuck that um just silly just completely silly especially since uh every time a movie like that comes out and is abjectly bad and gets bad reviews and flops and then <laughs> sewage side squad nice that's about it by the way Every time stuff like that comes out, and then they try to blame the fact that it's performing poorly on misogyny, like, it's an instant no-ticket sale. I don't care if that's true or not. You're not getting money from me. You get zero dollars. As a matter of fact, maybe I'll watch it on somebody's fucking Plex server so that you literally get no dollars from it. Because no... This was fucking shit, and it was a shit movie, and that's why nobody went to fucking see it. You made a movie that nobody really wanted to watch. That's your problem. Because... Woo, fucking guys don't like movies, do you? I fucking loved Haywire. I'm pissed off that they haven't made more movies with, with fucking Gina Carano in Haywire. And she's badass in The Mandalorian, so I don't know what your fucking people's problem are. Maybe you just don't like to make movies that are actually badass, and you know what the fuck you're doing. Maybe that's your problem. I'm going with that. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. I liked Haywire. If you haven't seen Haywire, check that out. Um, is that Steven Soderbergh? It's directed by a fairly well-known director, if memory serves. Um... I like that movie. I think that's cool. I mean, is it the greatest story told? No. And actually, if anything, I could have went for watching her kick the crap out of a lot of more people and a lot more killing and shooting and whatever. Actually, if I have a criticism of it, it's that they didn't let her be badass enough. Um, but yeah, I, shit, I, I I thought that movie was fucking great. Um I have that on Blu ray, love it. Uh, so, no, I, I, I detest that categorization that these movies like this fail, where it's this female led cast, and the only reason why it doesn't perform is because guys don't like watching badass chicks. Fuck you. Fuck you right in the ass. That's what I say to that. Right? Terminator Dark Fate. So, it's, um, it's 11.42. We're going to do this till 11.45, and then I'm signing off, because, again, uh, I stayed up way too late last night. Um, but it's a lot of fun um, talking about these movies and having a drink, and, uh, Again, um special shout out to more like terminator shark date <laughs> terminator fart f- fart bait fart bait shark sh- shark uh shark cake shit cake yeah terrible again just awful Um, but the thing is, that's another, like, you may, as far as I'm concerned, you just kind of made a movie that nobody wanted to see in the first place, so it wouldn't have mattered if who was cast in it, it was just abjectly bad, so, um, I mean, you can't, you can't tell me that I don't know a single person, male or female, who didn't who, who didn't... Why they have Sarah Connor back as a side character of Stupid? I know. Especially since everyone that I know, who's a huge fan of, say, Terminator 2, had the biggest fucking boy or girl boner for fucking Sarah Connor in that fucking movie, who was like, dude, I could have just watched a whole movie of just Sarah Connor kicking the shit out of people and blowing stuff up for fucking two hours. Absolutely, I would have. So, no, I reject your theory, and I will go back to the middle finger and say, fuck you for insinuating that the only reason why this didn't perform is because men don't like watching women in lead roles in action films. Bullshit. Fucking bullshit. It's because your movie sucked, your script sucked, and you don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's why nobody wanted to watch it. Yeah. Um, there's another movie that is going to. Uh, so, we're going to watch Daniel Isn't There. That movie, uh, apparently, from what I've heard, is not good. Um, but I'll watch that and we'll talk about it next time. And people would have flogged their action movie Bishop and don't fall off of Sarah's kicking ass. Absolutely. Fucking absolutely. You could have had. You could have had Sarah Connor just with a grenade launcher, and fucking guns, just shooting shit, and being badass, again, for an hour and a half, two hours, and I, would, I would've watched that. No. Instead, let's make her a side fucking silly thing. Get the fuck out of here. Every now and then I'm like, yeah, I, I got into the wrong industry, I took the wrong path in life, I somehow should've gotten into writing or directing or something more, because I'm just like... Do ya... Do you go on the Twitters? And do you listen to what people want to watch? And why don't you just make those movies? Because they're literally telling you what they would go to pay to fucking see. But you won't make that! No! You're gonna have giant mechanical spiders or some other fucking retarded idea in your movie. Fucking moron. That's why, like, Cinestate is, like, the only company that consistently makes movies that I'm excited to watch. And when I watch them, I'm like, hey, that's exactly what that movie professed it was going to be, and I liked it. So, it's 11.46. I lied. Uh, That's going to be tonight's nightcap. Uh, If you have a drink, um, don't drink too much. I say that not as somebody who hasn't done that in recent history. But um, make sure you get your rest. You keep your health up. You keep your strength up. Uh, Make sure you stop back at 11 p.m. Eastern and shoot the shit and relax. And uh, tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, we will be doing a workout. So get in some exercise. Get a good sweat on. Uh, We can tell some jokes, have some laughs, and then we'll take a break and then we'll be back tomorrow night at 11 p.m. Eastern. So until then, have a great night. Have a great day tomorrow, and I'll see you then. Thank you so much for stopping by.